So I've never been more excited to follow the Golden Knights than I do right now. Their head coach, Peter DeBoer, kind enough to join us. Coach, what I just said, you got to be really excited coming off a win on a day off and the way your team is coming together. How are you? Great, JT. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, you know, I, I, I like uh, our group. I like where we're at. I like the fact uh, we're getting fans back in T-Mobile and, and the rink's starting to rock again and uh, guys are playing really well right now. I'm happy you brought up the fans, Coach, before we get to the players on your team. You have an owner in Mr. Foley who's very progressive and wants to get the building full again, but obviously that's out of our hands. It's more of a political topic here. But what have you noticed with the fans as the number increases and we know these are the loudest fans in all of hockey? Yeah, it's been spectacular. You know, the rink seats 18,000 or close to that. um, Mm -hmm. And and you wouldn't think, I think we started at uh, 15% capacity and then we went to 20. I think we're at 22 now and, and, you know, hopefully heading uh, for more here soon. But you wouldn't think, you know, even at 15%, uh, 2,500 people in there would make a difference. But Boy, uh, our fans, 2,500 sounds uh, like 10,000. And, and uh, you know, we were up over, I think, 3,000 last night. That, that sounds, uh, they're getting closer to the ice level now. They're starting to open up some sections. So it's just a huge advantage for us to have that energy in the rink. I think it's really important Peter DeBoer joins us, head coach of the Golden Knights, because the Golden Knights can lead the way with attendance, which could help the Raiders out and UNLV. And you understand the big picture, Coach, as we've talked in the past. I was looking at this unique schedule of playing in the conference and playing in the division more. Do you miss, you know, getting a couple of extra suits and getting on the plane and going to New York and hitting the Garden and hitting New Jersey and hitting the island when you do these unbelievable road trips? That's a big part about camaraderie, traveling with your group. Absolutely, you miss those rinks and and you miss uh, the... uh you know the, the the different teams that that you get to to play and the and the different game planning you know to go and play Connor McDavid the best player in the world up in Edmonton you know we don't get the opportunity to do that so um you know you do miss that but but there are some benefits to what we're doing uh the rivalries are, are great i mean the Colorado uh, series we had last week was felt like uh, a game seven of the playoffs, the two games, and, and the teams are starting to get a real dislike for each other the more you play each other and you get that you get that rivalry night to night. So there, there are some advantages to it, um, and, and there is less travel. Uh, you know, in the West here to begin with, we, we, we uh, tend to spend a lot of time on the planes. Uh, so that's been the nice part that uh, you're not traveling cross-country. Peter DeBoer is our guest. Yeah, I think the Colorado matchup, a lot of people want to talk about that. How difficult is it for you knowing the rest of the West is tough? You have natural rivalries. You were in San Jose before. You know what that feels like, L.A., everything that's happening. I watched Minnesota. When you played Minnesota last time, Coach, and I was like, wow, they are really good. So do you think you're getting a break because you play out west and a lot of these teams are really good, and that's going to even prep you more for the postseason? Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a break. I, I think we'll be uh, we'll be battle-tested for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you're, and you're right. I mean, everyone talks about Colorado, but uh, you're going to have to go through some very good teams uh, before you even get to that matchup. Uh, 
including the ones you mentioned. Minnesota looks really strong. LA's coming on. Um, you know, we've got St. Louis there, the, the Stanley Cup champion from two years ago that, that's sitting there knocking on the door. So, um, you know, I, I think who, who, uh, when we when we get to the playoffs, I think we're all going to be looking forward to it, and I think we'll, we'll definitely all be battle-tested by them. Coach, let's talk about the health of your roster in general. Petrangelo, Stone is having an MVP year overall. Uh, Max in overtime, Pacioretty is unbelievable. Tuck went on a hot streak when you're up in Tahoe and came off of that. What's the overall health and mindset of your roster right now? You know what, knock on wood, uh, we're, we're pretty good. Uh, considering the, the condensed schedule and uh, uh, and how many games we're playing and how little practice time we've had, uh, we've been pretty fortunate. Uh, Alex Pietrangelo, our, our big free agent signing, has had a little bit of some tough luck uh, between getting diagnosed with COVID and then breaking his wrist. But mm. he's on the, the verge of getting back in the lineup uh, here and, you know, other than that, we, we've had some minor stuff where guys have missed a day or two, but uh, we've been fortunate, and, and most of our best players have been available almost every night. The recent play of Haig, Alec Martinez, what we know we're going to see from Shea Theodore, who I thought was a brilliant player last year, and his skill set is amazing. On the defensive side, is this one of the best defenses, Coach, you've ever had in your career because they can score, pinch in, they can kill penalties? What's the strength of your defense now at this point in the schedule? Well, I think the game uh, of hockey really changed probably, you know, in the last five, six, seven years where, where offense from your defenseman became a real uh, uh, priority. And uh, I think uh, our group is built that way. Uh, I think the scouts and, and our general manager and president George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon have done a great job uh, uh, finding defensemen that can defend but also have that offensive element to be able to jump in and create offense and uh, we've got three young defensemen uh, that we've plugged in in the last 12 months that have done an exceptional job and then yeah yeah the veterans we've had here uh, it's a really good group and it's a really deep group the goalie rotation flower getting the night off to see robin leonard again i've asked you this in the past it's a really good problem to have. Colorado wishes they had this type of problem with a backup goalie. Are you sensing other teams around the NHL are going to even trade for a backup goaltender, knowing how the playoffs are going to set up, and goaltenders are going to be tired at the end of the year heading into the postseason? Yeah, you know, it's a lot like starting pitching in Major League Baseball. You can't have enough of it come playoff time. And, uh, you know, I think... If you look at some of the teams in the bubble last year, Colorado was one of them, had, had injuries to their goaltending and and uh, got eliminated early. So uh, I think with the condensed schedule, the fact that it's the most important position uh, on your team, uh, having having the depth we have is a huge luxury, and, and I'm sure that uh, other teams see that and they're going to try and address their, their, uh, their depth in that, in that spot. Peter DeBoer is our guest as we wrap it up, head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. So, Coach, what's changed for you now if you get off to a slow start in the first period, you get into the locker room with all the leaders you have there? This is a team that is spoiled with riches and the ability to come back. I mean, you could come back. You've proven that. Being down multiple goals and score and win games, what's that like for you when you want to get the group going early? They don't, 
and then you walk into the locker room at the end of the first period, and they get it. They know they got to pick it up in the second period. Could you share those thoughts? Yeah, well, you know, we, we named Mark Stone the, the first captain in franchise history prior to the season, and, and that was a, a, a huge step for, for us as a group because it, it really solidified our leadership hierarchy and you know, he's the guy that uh, that really leads by example in those situations and also, you know, uh, says the right things in the dressing room. Uh, I think uh, I don't think it's an accident we're the best third-period team in the league this year. I think that's a, a product of our leadership and the guys understanding, hey, we need to find another level here to win at, at the most important time of the game. Um, but I think it's an, also an example of our depth. Uh, you know, we can keep... Uh, our foot on the gas uh, late into games uh, with good energy because we, we have that depth there uh, at all positions. Coach, finally, how are you and your family adjusted to Vegas since the last time we talked? We're still got a lot of protocol we have to deal with with COVID and especially with you being inside that type of bubble. But how much do you love the community, especially what you get to get a chance to do in the community? I know a lot of it is virtual and over Zooms, but has this been a great fit for you and your family and friends? Uh, absolutely loving it. Um, love the weather. Love the, love the passion of the hockey fans here. Um, you know the protocols are the protocols, but uh, my family's in Canada, and uh, you know compared to that, there, there's this is this is uh, you know pretty much wide open. So um, you know we we've been very fortunate uh, to uh, to have had the opportunity to really enjoy. Vegas and get out and see some of the areas and, and explore a little bit and love everything about it. Coach, last one. What's your message to all the Vegas Golden Knight fans as you go through your next stretch? Well, just uh, we can't wait to see you at T-Mobile. I, I know that uh, t- tickets are limited, uh, and, and I know they're trying to disperse them among all the people that uh, you know have been diehard fans for years, and, and hopefully they'll they'll call your number. I've heard rumors that, uh, uh, you know, potentially they're going to increase the number of people there, and hopefully by playoffs we'll, we'll be able to pack the house again. But uh, uh, they're, they're a huge advantage to our group uh, when we can play in front of them at home. Our home record shows that. We've only lost two games at home all year, even without uh, fans or limited fans. So uh, just hang in there. Uh, there's brighter days ahead. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for making time for us. Really appreciate it. Have a good day.